I was chasing pleasure. I was chasing the the next thing that that, that kind of like set off, you know, uh, the the dopamine release, you know? Right. Like I I was I didn't really have goals, you know, honestly. Like I didn't it was almost like a day-to-day thing. My my goal was how much money can I make today? It, it was never enough. It was just never enough and always left you wanting more or um, yeah, it was just, it was empty. I was chasing uh, an emptiness. Hey, what's up everybody? This is Brennan and thank you so much for listening to the Third Chair Podcast. We've got a great episode for you today. We've got a great friend of ours here. Before we introduce him, let me introduce my co-host and my friend, Tom Pounder. Tom, what's up, dude? Uh, not much. I'm just excited to be here. It's always great doing these with you, Brennan. And so I'm I'm excited about our guest today. Thank you for inflecting my name the way that you just did. Yeah. That was that was great. I'm yeah. sure people loved that as they're listening to this right now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you know, any way to make the experience for everyone listening the best experience. I'm We're for. here to bring you fresh, everyone. Yes. Okay. So Tom, here's the deal. We like to start things off with a little kind of question that usually leads into our guest. Yep. Uh, so here's the question, Tom, have you ever attempted and or succeeded, but I'm just going to go with <laughs> attempted cause I know you, have you ever attempted to cut your own hair? Yeah. Uh, yes, I have attempted. Okay. Tell us the quick story. Okay. The quick and sto- also, and also on a scale of one to 10, how bad was it? Like one being the worst. Okay, so again, I'm I'm older than Brennan. We all know this by now. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know that we've made references. So this is in the mid '80s here. Okay, what what year exactly in the '80s? I want to say like '86, '87. Okay, <laughs> okay, '86 was the year I was born. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> That's how Thank old you, you are. Thank okay, you. cool. Ready? Okay, let's go. Yeah, let's go. Another joke. Another episode. All right. You said short. I'm trying to be this short. Okay, here's the deal. I decided my my dad would always cut our hair and I was kind of getting annoyed that my dad didn't cut my hair, you know, in time. And so it was getting kind of long and whatnot. So I just took the scissors and I trimmed along the, 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 um, my bangs and I cut them straight. It looked weird. And then I cut in the back of the hair a little bit. And when my mom saw me, she immediately grabbed me and took me so it was essentially, I think it was like a hair cuttery. I, it could have been the hair cuttery, but it was the like- The original? Well, not the original, but <laughs> one of the, it was like a hair cuttery. And she took me there and she sat me in front of the, the lady and the lady was doing my hair and she's like, oh, you know, did you do this yourself? You know, and, and my mom was like, just being very nice and protective. She's like, no, his dad did it for him. <laughs> so she put the blame no. on my dad. Yeah. No yeah, so. way. Our guest is already laughing at this and we're going to get to <laughs> yes. that in a second yeah so that's my story uh, that's crazy yeah. also i thought you were going to say that your mom like immediately started crying oh, instead yeah. she was really nice she took you to a place and then she blamed it on your dad yes exactly right that's yeah. that's yeah. insane my, my mom was always protective okay so how old were you in that, that i was like like around 12 ish like 11 okay, or 12 ish that's too old to be trying that on your own yeah. so uh <laughs> so okay i was i had to be five because I know I was in kindergarten. But see, this is where traumatic memories come from. Because I know that I was in kindergarten. I'll tell you why in a second. My mom, super crafty, made all these things. And she was, well, she still is. She's great with like sewing things and all that. I'm just upstairs chilling in this area where her kind of like craft area was. I don't know what I was doing. Found a pair of scissors. 
and I just started cutting my hair. And I mean, I'm not looking in a mirror, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, thank God, thank God there was not iPhones around back then because I am sure it looked so bad because when my dad ends up taking me to get my hair cut to get it fixed, he, like, I came out with like a buzz cut and my hair was like, I mean, a good two or three inches long. Like, so like I did enough damage to some part of my noggin that like I basically ended up with like a number two all over. And I remember walking into school like the next day or whenever we had school, like it might've been the exact next day. I don't know. It might've been over the weekend. And I remember my teacher being like, oh, Brennan, that's a short haircut. <laughs> I'll never forget it. I was hanging in my backpack, and I am five years old, right? <laughs> Anyways, so that was traumatic. But also, I never, ever did that again. Yeah. Our guest today, super pumped to introduce him. He is a great friend. He's got a great story and just what God has done in his life. Tom and I have both known him for a while. It's just been so great to see him grow, become a part of our church family, and to see what God has done through him. And just so you're not confused about all the random hair stuff, yes. he has worked in uh, a, a salon for a long time, cut my hair during the pandemic. He cut your hair yeah, too, Tom? Yeah, cut my hair okay, too. Okay, you can't see, but Tom was just pointing to himself. <laughs> yeah, okay, he he so <laughs> anyways, great guy. Everybody, wherever you're listening, give it up for Jason Alexander. Jason, how are you uh, doing, man? Thanks I'm, for joining us. I'm doing good, thank you. And what can I say, man? I love the hair stories. Everybody's got a good <laughs> hair story. So I'll share my good hair story real quick. Okay. Right? This wasn't about me cutting my hair, but so I'm 48. Okay. When I was uh, 24, I used to love to get my hair high, like high, high, I wore high and tight, even though I'm a hairstylist. Okay. Um, my buddy was a barber, and I would go see every Friday. I would go see him every Friday because I, I loved it, like really shaved, really yeah. tight on the sides. And, right, right. And then one day I, uh, I walked in and I sat down in the chair and he put the cape around me and, and then he just stopped and he just looked at my head and they grabbed his mirror and held it up I said, what do, you want me, what, do you want, what do you want me to do with this? <laughs> he showed me this this big bald spot. Oh, <laughs> it, it's like my no. it's like my hair just balded overnight, oh. and <laughs> and we just kind of. I said, I don't know, man. Just just shave it off, I guess. So so. so and now, you know, some people listening to this will not know Jason's head is completely shaved, and yeah. it looks amazing. Yeah, by the way, that's great. Yeah, I didn't know. That's when it started? Yeah, Is 24, that? yeah, man. Wow. 24. And I literally, I, I left, we shaved it off, and I went, I literally left there and went to um, the mall and got my ears pierced. <laughs> yeah. that's a great that's a great follow to the story that I was not expecting yeah. <laughs> yeah. hey I decided I was bald he shaved my head for the first time so I went and got my ears yeah it's a new look man we gotta roll with it you yeah. know at the time you know that was that was it that, that was it that was it well Jason we are really excited that you're here with us today just as a way for people to start to get to know you a little bit, talk to us a little bit about your your story, your upbringing. Where are you from? Do you have uh, any brothers or sisters? Talk to us a little bit about that. All right, thanks again. Like I just thank you guys for having me. Uh, this is great. Yeah, man. Um, I love just just here, just hanging out with you guys. Um, I am. Uh, my name is Jason Alexander. Again, uh, I'm from Northern Virginia. Uh, I've grown up here, um, you know, my whole life. I'm 48 years old. Uh, I have a younger brother. 
Um, he just recently moved down to South Carolina, uh, Myrtle oh, wow. Beach. Uh, it's like funny, all of my family is just now kind of navigated down to the Myrtle Beach area. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, you know, I've, you know, like I said, I've been a hairstylist for just uh, just over 30 years. I was wow. going to ask you how long. Okay. Yeah. That's a long time. It is a long time. It's a long time. And, and my, my body tells me it's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my back tells me every day. It's, it's a long time. Yeah. Well, we're again. So you're born in this area. You were uh, you doing hairstyling. Talk to us a little bit now as we kind of move into. We're talking about this first chair of our story of your story. Uh, what what was that like? Like when did you first hear about God? Was God a part of your life? You know, in your upbringing. What what was your upbringing like in regards to your faith? Yeah, great great question. Um, you know, in my family, we never really. I never really observed God. Like it wasn't like God was just never a part of the family. You know, it, it was just never. Um, like it wasn't even in the conversation. It just wasn't even in the, in the conversation. Okay. Okay. Like there was, you know, it, it, it wasn't like, you know, there is no God, mm-hmm. you know, God doesn't exist. He just wasn't a part of anything we did. Like, you know, um, so I, I grew up that way. I grew up, you know, uh, not knowing, um, you know, God, I mean, you hear the word God, you know, but everywhere, you know, but you just, but like I said, if it's, if it's not, if, if nothing is given to it and if no value or whatever is given to that, to that word, it doesn't really have meaning to you, mm-hmm. you know? And so I, so my whole life, that's really what it was. And I was just, what had meaning to me was just all about the world. You know, um, I I grew up with the mindset of you know I needed to have the the, the newest thing, the next the, you know the best thing, the 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 the, the biggest, the, the best, the 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 flashiest. The that's where my values were. You know, I needed and that's I needed people to like me. You know, uh, if I had those mm. things, um, you know, people like would like me, and that was kind of that's where I put, that's what I put my value in. Yeah. How, how did that drive your self-worth like as you started to get a little bit older? Do you feel like that was like a part of your story from like a young age? Like did you see that in like other family members? Or was that just as you started to get older, you were like, no, I need people to like me and I need the biggest and best stuff? Yeah, you know, I think it started as um, in, in my youth, honestly, uh, because I was kind of spoiled. I, I come from a... I think this is this is kind of a little important part of the story. I, you know, my my parents were divorced when I was thirteen. Okay. Um, so, I I can look back now and see where my you know my mom would uh, yeah, I can see where she felt a little guilty, you know, over the divorce. So I, I was spoiled. My mm. brother and I were spoiled, you know, okay. with, with everything. So it was always about gifts. Like gifts were gifts were it. You know, it wasn't just at Christmas time or a birthday. Yeah, it was, you know, gifts were it. So um, I, it's like, so I think that was the start of it. Honestly, it was like, um, you know, the more stuff. And then you you have the newest stuff and the best stuff. And then people at school are like, you know, they want to hang out with you. And, you know, suddenly Bobby from down the street that never talks to you now wants to be your best friend. And you're like, you know, you like that. And um, so the stuff like, brought people and it, it gave me, you know, it gave me value. And that can, so you think about it, that can, starts at a young age and it continues, you know, um, all the way, you know, through, through life, you know, right. if you, if that's all, you know, 
Yeah. What, um, so as you start to get older, Mm -hmm. then how do you, and now you're looking back on it, obviously, but like, how did that start to play out in your life and what you were actually going after, driving after as like a teenager, young adult, like, you know, forward? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. I, when I look back now and I can see like my, I wasn't really, I can't, I was chasing pleasure. I was chasing the the next thing that that, that kind of like set off, you know, uh, the the dopamine release, you know? Right. Like I, I was, I didn't really have goals, you know, honestly. Like I didn't, it was almost like a, a day-to-day thing. My, my goal was how much money can I make today? You know, how much, you know, what can I do? What next thing could I buy? What next thing, you know, would, would give me that feeling of like, oh, I'm worth it. Or I, you know, I, you know, whatever it was. It was, and I, it's so funny because I look back now and I'm just like, wow, like it's so, all those things that I chased after, you know, it, it, it was never enough. It was just never enough and always left you wanting more or, um, yeah, it was just, it was empty. I was chasing uh, an emptiness. Yeah, because it seems like you then, once that new thing wore off, you'd have to go get another new thing. Yeah. So it was all temporal pleasures. For a moment, it gave you that that uplift that you were looking for, but then you were quickly down again. You got to find that next best thing. So t- let's continue down this journey. Where where does God start to enter the picture? Like, w- what were your first impressions about God, or maybe even church, or how did that start to become part of your story? Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's really good. Um, when I, you know, God. So let's let's just back up a little bit too. Um, you know. Uh, God came into my life uh, about five years ago. And it wasn't until um, my chasing of the things in the world, it wasn't until um, I, I fell victim to uh, excessive drinking, excessive gambling, uh, excessive, uh, you name it, um, everything I did was in excess. Because over time, I had built up that pleasure-seeking, um, you know, part thing in my brain that that's all that that's all I could. That's what drove me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what drove me. And then in 2018, that's when it drove me to um, to the bottom, to where I watched my car get repossessed. I had uh, thirty dollars to my name. You know, uh, some you know, thirty bucks and some change, mm. and I started walking. Um, it was it was it's surreal. Even like now, when I think back, like like wow, where like like what happened? You yeah, know? and that's not by the way, Jason. Right? It's it's not just figurative. Like oh, I started walking after my car got repossessed. Like in terms of just to you know whatever, like my house. You're talking literally, you did not have a car, so you 
started to have to walk everywhere. Oh, no, bro. Yeah, I was hoofing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was, I was hoofing. I was walking to, to the gym. It's funny. I'd walk, you know, five miles to the gym and work out, and then walk five miles home. Um, I was walking to work. Uh, you know, luckily I, I, I didn't live that far, you know, from work at the time. And I thank God for that. Um, yeah. You know, but, but yeah, it was, it, it was, and talk about a humbling experience, you know, and this. This this was just coming off the heels of you know being you know being promoting for a company that you know that actually gave me eight hundred eight hundred dollars a month to go towards my car wow. you know so I, the, I had this nice luxury car that um, that essentially it just went away because of you know all the poor choices yeah. you know um, that I fell into uh, and you know so just walking man it was it was such a I look back now and and I'm just and I, and I am grateful because to be reality, guys, I needed to hit rock bottom. I needed to have that moment of like questioning everything. I just I had to because I was stuck in this 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 whirlwind, this hamster wheel of chasing you know things in life that that didn't matter, you know, and 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 I, and I have to say. Not things, not things, not all things are bad. Right, right, right. Yeah. Let's, you know, let's, let's preface that. Um, but you uh, had like a serious materialistic, consumeristic oh, yeah. mindset. Absolutely. That was just based on this is what I think that um, is the epitome of the world. Like your worldview was get more, spend more, get the new things. This is going to make me feel better. The, the more I had, the cooler I was. The cooler I was, the more people would like me. The more people like me, the more they just want to be around me. Yeah. Yeah. So you were craving yeah. that, and you are going after that, and then you said, like, you hit rock bottom. Yeah. And you're walking everywhere. Then what happens? Like, what's next? So one night, I distinctly remember I was walking, um, I was walking home from work, um, it was sometime in November of 2018 um, on a, a night. And I just remember looking up at the moon. Uh, and it was cold, but it, but I wasn't cold, you know? Like I, it was like I just had this, this warmth uh, about me. And that's when I just started talking to God. I, like, I, I had no idea what I was doing. I was just like... Were you, act, like, what, were you like actually trying to talk to God or you're just like talking to nothing at the time? You, you're not even really actually in your mind thinking I'm talking to God right now or you were actually like, God, if you're real, blah, blah, blah. Like, like what? which one was it? Yeah, no, it's the, I was talking to God. Like, oh, okay, I, I was, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I, I, started, I started talking, you know, I'm just looking up and okay, like that's when suddenly, you know, um, you know, God took a... <laughs> God, you know, started taking a, a, a shape in my life, you know, um, and I remember, like, I, God, I don't, I don't really know if you're real yeah. or what. Have you, like, had you ever been to church before this? Not, not like the church we all go to now, like New Life, but like, had you ever been to church before that in any real capacity? 
Just a couple times as okay. a kid. Okay, just, gotcha. But I mean, as a kid, like going with a neighbor. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, so you're walking along, and and yeah. you're not thinking at all, like, okay, I I have any idea how to do this. No, <laughs> okay. No, I, sorry. You go yeah, ahead. Yeah. No, no. It's yeah. a great. Um, it's a great. Uh, yeah, I had, no, I had no idea what I was doing. I was just talking. Like I was. I because it's funny, guys. When when you get to a point of realization that. Everything that you've known in your life, everything that you've done, everything that you know to do gets you in a place to where you are empty and you have nothing. Yeah. You start suddenly becoming open to anything mm-hmm. and yeah. everything. Right. You know, that's, that's a really good point, man. And I know for Tom and I, we haven't had those exact moments like based on like just from the day we were born to that point, you know, where it's like we both had the realization when we were younger, but it was like we grew up in church and it was like, there, there's this idea about God, mm-hmm. but, and then it hit us like, oh my gosh, I am, I'm a sinner. I needed Jesus to die for me and I don't want to skip too far ahead, but mm-hmm. it is a great point to make of everything that you've been taught and that's been shown to you and any let's say media or things you've seen in movies or, you know, media or stuff you've read, how I'm going to get rich, how I'm going to get the next thing, how I'm going to make the most money, how I'm going to impress more people, how I'm going to get the better job, the promotion. And then to your point, which I think I just wanted to say is really good is like it, then you realize this, this literally led me to nothing. Like my life feels empty right now. That's how you felt, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, um, so you're praying, and th- where do we go from there? Yeah, so I, um, I just started, you know, talking a little bit more. You know, I remember that that night specifically. Um, you know, I, I was something. I, I something was happening. Like I wasn't. I wasn't sure what what it was. You know, now I can look back and and I can realize that it was. You know, it's like I was starting. T- to walk and just come into the Lord's arms. Um, I, I can I can look back and I can see it now. You know, it's like he was just he was just so happy that I was just searching. I was asking questions, and you know, so just fast forward uh, through um, through the holidays. You know, uh, oh, 2018, right? Yeah, 2018. Yeah, yeah. Okay. it's a it's a, it's a real humbling experience asking you know your um, your family to drive you to you know a, a Thanksgiving dinner you know or come pick you up to go to the family Christmas because you know you, your car got repossessed. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's humbly it's humbling asking you know answering questions to your friends like hey where's your car you know where's that nice Lexus you're driving you know all that um, but yeah so. Fasting, fast forwarding to the beginning of 2019, um, I was able to uh, to get a car. And uh, upon getting uh, this car, I was at work. I was at the salon. It was about a week a week later, and I had this 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 thing come over me. I, I don't even know. It was like a, a feeling that that it just kept saying "Band of Brothers." That I need to go to this band of brothers, and I remember <laughs> this is the this is always the cool part of my story. One of my favorites um, to tell now is 
I ran I ran into my ex girlfriend and her husband. Out of yeah, brown, all out the great stories right? start with that. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, this one time. <laughs> this one time. I ran into my girlfriend. <laughs> this is when the story gets really good. Oh. <laughs> uh, so I ran, I ran into her and her husband out, out at a restaurant one night, and um, and she introduced me to him, and he ended up inviting me to come to this band of brothers. You know, So this is three years prior to this happening. And like, and, That's what I was just going to ask. Yeah. So... That invitation has long oh, since been out of long, your memory. Long gone, yeah, like yeah. long gone. And it, in fact, I, you know, I remember tapping on the shoulder, going, "Hey, you know what? Thanks, buddy. You, you kind of pat- you. you, yeah, yeah, you, you kind of patted him. Me. Yeah, I'm good. You yeah. know, it's 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 all good. But, but thanks, you know, thanks, but no thanks. Um, mm-hmm. In my probably most condescending way, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but but that's what I was that's what I was feeling. And and here and here's the neat part, and. When I think back now, and like, is there evidence that, that God exists? Um, and so that day, I had it was a Thursday, and I had appointments throughout the day. Back in 2019. Back in 2019. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. We're in 2019 now, and and I went and looked at my book. Well, first of all, I went and I Googled Band of Brothers, and it came up like this New Life Christian Church, and so I. Said okay, so I sent a message, you know, to um, to the leader uh, Craig, and I hope Craig listens to this because he still hasn't responded to my message. <laughs> <laughs> so we're thankful the Holy Spirit can work um, uh, better than Craig does. <laughs> <laughs> Craig's gonna love that. Yeah. Here's the crazy thing: yeah, at the time of this recording, I know he hasn't texted you back, but. I know this episode's going to be somewhere in the future. So what's going to be funny is after he listens to this episode, if all of a sudden you get a text. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just mark this yeah. right now. Right. Craig's going to be hearing this. Right. So Craig, we got you. Okay, so 2019, you you send a message to the leader. You're like... Yeah, and uh, so I was just waiting to get uh, a message back and um, it, it never came. Uh, I was just checking kind of throughout. But I mean, I was like, you know, whatever. So I, I was going through... Um, Throughout the day, and I just kept, I just, I just kept feeling it like Band of Brothers, Band of Brothers, and so I went and I saw that it, like it started at seven o'clock over here, and it's about probably a good ten minute drive, you know, from my work to here, so not right. far. And you know, so I'm looking at my schedule, and it's okay, it starts at seven, but I got clients until like you know seven thirty, which means I'm not getting, I wouldn't get her to like seven forty, like I just wasn't, it wasn't, I wasn't seeing it. Um, my day goes on and, you know, a couple hours later, and it, this feeling was just like, it just wouldn't go away. It was actually, it was even stronger. Like it was getting drilled into my head. And I'm like, all right. I went over and I looked at my book and the last two clients on my book had just disappeared. Whoa. That is awesome. Okay, see, what I'm encouraged about this whole thing is, again, just seeing God planting different seeds in your life three years prior, this Band of Brothers. Now, three years later, you're thinking about Band of Brothers. I mean, just randomly. I don't think it's random. I think it's God working in your life and you're open to this. And again, you email Craig. Dang you, Craig, for never emailing him back. (laughs) But you email Craig and you, you're wanting to get more information and you don't get anything about it, but that doesn't stop you. 
and you, you don't, again, I feel like a lot of times God works in our lives and we discount it. We say, no, 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 that's not him. That's not God working. That's not, that's just me being silly. That's me. But you just kept on saying you were continue to be open to this, open to this leading. Okay. So your last two appointments are wiped. What happens now? Well, what happened then was I was like, I guess I got to go. Yes. <laughs> you know, um, I, I didn't think at, at the time, I just like, well, you know, I just thought it was a coincidence. Now I know there are no coincidences. You know, mm-hmm. there's divine appointments. You know, we have divine appointments. And, and if God wants you to be somewhere, he will find a way to make you be there. Um, and that's what, so I showed up. I, I drove by myself, which is totally out of character, by the way. Just, just. I just want to put it out there. Me just driving to a random place, mm-hmm. especially a church, to go to this band of brothers, which I assume that there was men there because that's what it said on the website. Well, let's you know, hope. Right, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, men's, you know, group share, you know, Bible study group. So I come in, I walk in, and, and I got here a little early. Um, and, you know, I walked in and sat down, and a couple of, you know, guys were here. They welcomed me, and... Um, and it was great. And then, you know, if more guys piled in around seven, it got started. And that's when, that's when it got weird, man. That's <laughs> when it got weird. Wait, okay. So, uh, yeah. So. How did it get weird? Come on. You got to tell us what, the, because people may not know what Band of Brothers is. So talk to us a little about what Band of Brothers is. And then also, how did it get weird? <laughs> okay. So Band of Brothers is a, um, it's a men's group. Uh, that meets um, now we meet on Wednesdays, but at that time it was on a Thursday, and it's a men's group that gets together and and they have share you know share time and Bible study and then uh, we do prayers, you know we take prayer requests you know for one another. So so you have to so yeah I got to paint the but picture here. I was gonna say yeah. but that's all weird to you because you've never been a part of this. Yo yeah. bro, com- so yeah. weird. It was so <laughs> weird. What's even weird? Okay, let me tell you how my introduction to Band of Brothers happens. And and I, what I'm gonna say here, this doesn't happen all the time. Because fast forwarding now, I've been leading Band of Brothers for a couple of years. So I, that's how I can tell you that it doesn't happen all the time. One of the guys starts opening up and sharing, and when he gets done sharing, because he shared some just some deep stuff, some some heart, some hard stuff, and and, and let me let me I want to double click on that real quick. The one thing that I noticed, first thing I noticed about this group of men in this room, where there were so many guys from from different socioeconomic, um, you know, levels, you know, different. Um, I mean, there was. The, there was FBI agents, there was a, a curtain hanger, there was a homeless guy, there was, you know, different ages, you know, different colors. It was, it was just something that just stood out to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so anyhow, as this guy was sharing, you know, it, just some, some hard, heavy stuff, you know, when he got done, um, somebody said, hey, can we, uh, let's go lay hands and pray, um, pray for him. And so, I watched like 20 guys get up and go over and put their hands on this guy and started praying. And I'm like, where am I? (laughs) Man, if this this is your first time ever being in something like this, I would have been like, "Uh, how fast can I get to the door? (laughs) And so you, you still, I mean, you thought it was weird. You weren't like, oh, this is cool. I mean, did did you or like what was going through your mind? I I was just I was kind of 
I was a little, I was just kind of struck in the moment. You know, like I was like kind of awestruck. But again, like I was understand where my mind was. I, what I, was, ha- I was having the mindset that, okay, I, I'm open. I'm open mm-hmm. yeah, to, because right. everything that I knew in my life had got me to exactly where I was. Mm. Right. So I had to be open. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, so after that, you know, after they prayed, and one of the neat things was, man, I, I tell you, and I noted this, because I'm just, mind you, I'm just taking stuff in, mm-hmm. you know, this this man after the after he was prayed for had such a different demeanor, had such a different he had, he had a calm you know a, a peace you know a, about him and and it was just neat like I mean, that was something that really stood out to me you know so as you know after a few more guys shared then we got into um, Bible study time and that was my first I just kind of I didn't really say anything I was just kind of there. You know, just taking it in. Then after that, um, you know, there was, uh, you know, then guys started asking for prayer requests, you know. And, and again, one thing that really stood out to me was that you had people, you had men sharing things that I'd never heard before. Mm. You know, I was always told like, hey, no, you don't share that. Right, you yeah, know, you just keep it in. You just keep yeah. it in. You just pull up your bootstraps and keep on marching. Well, that's a load of crap. <laughs> you know, uh, the, whoever gives you that advice, it's the wrong advice. Um, you know, so I'm hearing these guys, and when because when they shared, they just felt free. It's like they freed themselves, you know, from from shackles that they were wearing. You know, and it was the most amazing thing. Um, I left there that night, you know, a little weirded out again, but I was intrigued, and I remember leaving, going, you know what, I got to go to church. Mm. And I said, okay, um, Sunday, I'm going to go to church. And I pull up Sunday, uh, and I walk up to the greeting tent outside uh, here at New Life. And I walked up, and, you know, so was Christina um, actually greeted me. And she walked me in and sat me down. And it was, it was interesting, you know, because the, there are, I'm walking in during these you know, during this band playing, and you know some people are they're singing, some are just standing there, some have their arms raised in the air. Again, this is this is all weird to me, you know. But I'm just here, and so then that ends, and then you know the sit down, and then um, a couple guys come out, and I, I forget who it was, but Tom, I'm pretty sure you were you were one of them. Oh gosh, uh, you know, and no. you know, I'm pretty you, sure it was. You and me, Tom. Uh, it, it might have. Is it 2019? 2019. Yeah, it, was, yeah, it probably yeah, was. It was. Yeah, yeah, it probably was you and me. Because because you, you were at, you were at the take five. Um, the following, yeah, yeah. so it probably yeah. was you. Um, but yeah. So then, uh, so you guys, you know, uh, you guys were come out and you know. Did Look at thing. that, man! We make an entrance <laughs> to his <laughs> story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, and you more you uh, in a big way. Um, so. Yeah, so I, I'm listening. The band goes, you guys, uh, um, you guys do your thing, announcements and, and whatnot, and then, then Pastor Brett, the lead pastor, comes out and he starts a, a, a sermon series on Jonah. And I don't know who Jonah is. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything. You know, yeah. I, I I know nothing. I've I've heard the I've heard the Bible, you know, um, and a little bit of scripture that I read the, that Thursday before. Right. Right. Um, but he starts talking about Jonah, and man, 
was he talking right to me? Mm. It's like, I felt like, and now I look back and I go like, God, God was speaking to me through Brett that day. He was just speaking directly to me because I just started sobbing. You know, I'm just sitting in this chair and I just started sobbing um, because he talked about who Jonah was and Jonah was, you know, God was chasing after Jonah and wanting him to go a certain way, but Jonah kept wanting to go the other way. And I felt like, I felt like that was me. Like yeah. that was my life. Um, and I, I, and I left that day after, after the, uh, the sermon and, and again, I'm like walking out, I'm like wiping my tears and I was just, you know, all blubbery and, and I leave and I, I had some kind of a peace. I had, I had a certain peace that day. And mind you guys, like I'm still, I have this ginormous hole. Like, like one of the things that, um, that I didn't know that I was doing because I can, I can say now that the devil had me, the enemy had me so wrapped up and so wrapped around um, and, and this spell that I wasn't living right. You know, I, I didn't pay my taxes for years. I, was, I gambled everything I had away. So I had this ginormous hole that I, that I dug myself. You know, nobody did it but, but me. You know, I, I did it all to myself. And, you know, uh, so uh, here I am, like, for the first time, because when you start uncovering those stones, you know, the way I put it was, like, I was in a hurricane. And, like, and, you know, in the eye of a hurricane, it's just real, it's real peaceful, they say. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't hear anything. You're, you're oblivious. To, you don't even know. The hurricane's big enough, you don't even know that, that, that it's a hurricane. But when it passes through, when the eye passes through, and then... You see the, you see all the collateral damage. You see the, all the destruction, and that's where I was. Like, so I was like going around picking up things, just seeing what had survived, you know, and when how much destruction there was. So having, going through that process, I left church that first day, feeling like, wow, man, there's, I had a peace. I just had some kind of peace about me that, um, that I couldn't explain, you know, I couldn't explain. And I just couldn't wait to get back to um, Band of Brothers. That's awesome. Well, a few things that come to my mind real quick is as you're you're sharing your story, you mentioned Christina, Christina Danford. She's our office manager here at New Life. And she's part of the greeting team. And then you mentioned different things throughout the church service. And if you're, you are serving in your church, whether it's New Life or another church that you're at, if you're serving... Every touch point that you have with someone new can be life-changing. And Jason was struck by the greeter, then struck by somebody else, then struck by somebody else. And, struck, and it went out throughout the entire day. So your role in your serving the Lord, your role is important and you can be participating in someone's life-changing story each and every day. And so, yep. Oh, 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 I thought you, oh, okay. dude, I mean, oh, I was oh, going to say something. I just didn't interrupt. Oh, no. So were you finished? <laughs> I was done. I was done. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, Tom. I didn't mean <laughs> to throw you off. Yeah. Jason, that, that day, was that the day that I met you or was like mm. that? Oh, so you, you and a, I hadn't met yet. No, we hadn't met yet. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So, so you go, you're like, I got to go back to Band of Brothers. Right. Like I got to keep checking right. this thing out because yep. something's hitting home. Yeah. And so then, so go, I went, yeah. I went back to Band of Brothers, um, that, that following Thursday and, you know, and and I I rolled in. Um, I made sure that I didn't I, that I didn't have a client book so I could get there. Um, 
Awesome. And and I so I, I get there and and this time I like I really I took part in the Bible the discussion you know part um, I really like I was you know and what it looks like for those that you know don't know it's like you know you're reading some scripture and then you just you just start talking about hey what is this you know what what are you hearing what are you hearing this this say um, and so that's what I did and I just shared and and again um, you know. What was really neat, and 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 Tom, I, I think you just you just kind of talked about this, how important it was. You know, guys introduced themselves to me. You know, they they made me feel welcomed. They made me feel like, um, and 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 they didn't know me. They didn't know my story. They didn't know anything right. about right. me. Mm-hmm. You know, but but they just, you know, they just made me feel like at home. And so, so you're right. Like you know, any any kind of touch point. Looking back, I think of all the the you know the, the points at which I was made to feel comfortable in an uncomfortable place for me. You know, so mm. so it's such a great such a great um, valuable lesson there. Um, and also, I just have to say, you know, God used an invitation that someone made to me three years. Mm-hmm. Okay, three years later. So I'm saying this to encourage you uh, as you're inviting someone, if someone's, you know, sharing with you of, you know, to invite someone, be be joyous and celebrate the obedience of the invitation, not worrying about the fruit that comes from it. Right. Because right. you may never see it. You never know how God's going to use it. Like, in fact, I never saw the guy um, my ex-girlfriend's husband who invited me, I never saw him. Wow. You know, so back to the Band of Brothers, um, I went there and it was great. I left, I couldn't wait to get back to church. I go into church and, you know, I go sit in the, about the same spot and here comes that that portly, you know, guy, uh, you know, uh, again, you know, out on stage, just, you know, looking like me, like I would, you know, had his Nationals jersey on, and 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 there it was. Um, I was like, I resembled that man. <laughs> I can, <laughs> I can, I'm, I get it. Um, and then he just starts talking about how Jonah uh, got into the belly of the fish, you know, and that's when God really, really, really hit me. It really smacked me, you know, because you know Brett just started talking about how, you know. Jonah was in, uh, it was dark, it was slimy, it was just yucky, it was, it was gross, you know. But God actually had him in there to keep him safe, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, to, and to, to care for him and to speak to him. And like, that's when it hit me, like, I'm getting goosebumps right now. The hair is like staying up on my, on my arms. It's, that's when, you know, God really let me know that day that, you know, he knew where I was and he was going to get me through. And I can look back now and, and he's, he's such a, he's such an amazing, such an amazing God, you know, because, um, he did, you know, after that sermon again, I was just sobbing and, and I'm, I'm walking out and then I just like, I, it's like, I now it's like to say the Holy Spirit just kind of turned me, you know, just kind of, and walk to the, the take five. So um, here we have a, a take five banner, and Brennan, that's when I met you for the first time. I remember walking up to you and just saying, man, I, I don't know why I'm here, but I know I need to be here. 
you know, and... Oh, yeah, man, I, I remember that like it was yesterday. Uh, and I... I will, and I'll never forget because I I remember that whole story and that we we were in the middle of that series, and yeah, you came up and and uh, <laughs> and also like you know there's a kind of a far way to walk yeah. you know sometimes and um, I remember saying at some point in that just hey man I I really appreciate you having the courage to come talk to me yeah. you know because that that walk can feel like a mile. It, but if I can just be a little bit, you know, bring some levity really quick. It was like I saw you coming, and I could tell. Oh, this guy! I think this guy's been crying, and I don't know you, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then I'm going, and all of it's in like two seconds. Like, okay, God, just uh, be with me, <laughs> and yeah. probably right about the time I'm saying that in my head, real quick, you're like. You said it was like that. It was like, hey man, uh, uh, I don't. I'm supposed to be here. I feel like I need to be here, or whatever. Yeah. And and I'm like, oh, are you so you're new. And I'm just literally in like the discovery mode of like, who? who tell me about who you. Who is this too. guy who standing is in front this of guy? me? <laughs> Anyways, go yeah, go ahead. Because yeah. that was my perspective. Yeah. It was just like, okay, God, I don't know what's about to happen, and I don't know this guy. So. Help, yeah, you know? right, yeah, yeah, and and you were great, you know. Um, we exchanged uh, exchanged numbers. You you know, you chat with me for a little bit, and obviously it's take five, so you don't have a lot of time to talk. Um, and then you messaged me, um, you know, later that day, and I actually came and met you in your office the next day. The next day, because that was your day off. From that was the my salon. day off. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yep. And we talked for four hours, man. Wow. Yeah, it was a long time. Yeah, you. I had. I mean, I had all the questions. I had so many questions, and and you, you were awesome. You you just you know. Well, that was me trying to figure out the right answers. Right. Oh, <laughs> no, that, <laughs> no. oh that, that that's good. No, no. Um, that's you you, you did. You did, man. You you, you but, but you but you did. You know, God gave you the answers. You know, because I know. You know, I have no doubt that you prayed. You know, um, you know beforehand and. And that you were counting on him, you know, to to answer the questions, and and you know, and I remember, you know, after four hours of drilling, you brought in with with <laughs> questions about, you know, uh, what is this God, uh, who is this Jesus, and how do they work together, and uh, you know, uh, all the questions. I mean, you can imagine, um, you know, and and I remember at the end, you you asked me, so hey, so you ready to get baptized, and. I said, I, I think I'm supposed to feel something. And, and you said, yeah, you're right, and, and you will, you know. But I, I just want to say that so, so you might get some props, you know, for asking the obedient question, hey, you, you made the attempt, right? right? So, um, so I left, and then it wasn't but two days later, I was at work, and I got the feeling like, Hey man, <laughs> I, I got I got that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was it was because it was also because, uh, and I've told you this before, but when you, I first met you and you're back there and you're crying and you were saying like, "Man, I'm Jonah," yeah. like I'm like Jonah, yeah. and it feels like he's speaking to me. Yeah. And I said something to you there, and I'm like, "Hey, you know," I mean, it was really quick of like, "Give your life to Christ, kind of follow Him," whatever I said, but. It, I was like, I think this guy is like 
making a decision to follow Jesus. Like he knows what he needs to do. And you were like, uh, yeah, sure. I'll get together tomorrow and talk or, or, you know, whatever. We texted and got, got together. And then after talking for hours, I said that cause he, again, it was also like, yeah, I think this guy's like, I think he knows, you know, and, and you do think cause it's your decision. Yeah. Right. And it was like, yeah, yeah, it was something like, yeah, man, I'll like, let's talk more or whatever. And yes. And then yeah. a couple of days later, you're like, um, so, uh, about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you have this conversation with Brennan, you're, you go off, you decide Hey, I am ready to get baptized. Now you make the decision to get baptized. Did Brennan do it? Did Brennan baptize you? Yes, he yeah. did. Okay. Yeah. So Brennan baptizes you, and then everything's perfect, right? <laughs> Every, everything's perfectly clear. Like, like everything's good, right? Yeah, uh, everything was fixed for Jason Alexander, right? Uh, yeah, no. Um, so, but so let me let, let me let me start though. It, I I I I did say I wanted to get baptized, and then so I was going to do it that Sunday, but then it was Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> so we had to skip a week, right? We had you can't do it on Super Bowl Sunday. Was Kansas That's City just, playing in the Super Bowl that year? Is that what I want to know? It, no, okay. No, no. Yeah, Brennan, Brennan said no. I can't do it, man. That, I that, have, by no. the way, that was the next year. Okay, <laughs> it was the next year. It was All the right. next year. Um, so yeah, so we planned it um, for the for the following Sunday, yep. and it was neat because I got to invite some people. Yeah, man, I and, remember that. Yeah, and the, here and. I would love to to make this quick point. You know, I didn't know like so when when you have people that are coming to faith, they're coming new to faith. Um, one like using uh, the words like, "Hey, you know, you need to give your life to Christ." That that you, people don't know what that means, yeah. right? They just don't know what that means. So. Um, just kind of breaking that down, you know, and like into layman's terms, right? I've learned that like that's like Christianese, yeah. you know, people that don't know God don't speak Christianese. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I after I was able to invite these these people, and and I just put the, you just told me just put the invitation out, and, and that's what I did. I didn't realize at the time like how how big like what just just how how big of an event this was. Because I didn't know, right? I, I didn't know. Now I know. Now I know that it is the most important thing you can ever do in your entire life. Because to your point in time, like, you know, when you give your life to Jesus, like you are saved. Like your your salvation is saved. You are now written in the Lamb's book of life, you know, um, and which simply stated when you pass from this earth, you will now be living eternally with Jesus. You know, but <laughs> to the point of like, you know, when you come out of the waters and like everything, you know, I did. When I came out of the water, when, when Brennan put me down and, 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 and brought me up, I, I felt the Holy Spirit come upon me. And that I've never experienced anything like that. Now, and I'm not saying that that and if someone listening to this, if you go out and get baptized, you're going to feel this way. Um, this was just my experience, mm-hmm. uh, and then, but things started to get better. Things started, my life started to uh, to change. It, it, it did, um, but not everything all at once. Mm-hmm. 
I think part of it too, Jason, and you can speak to this, um, you know, as we're moving into this third share and, um, you know, we want to talk to people and encourage them as we begin to wrap up is you, you were also walking, you started, you, you not started, you kept walking in that community with people who then were actually helping you along the way because it wasn't just you. And it wasn't just like, oh, it's just me and God. Well, we know God is all powerful. You actually started getting a little more in, like involved, not just with Band of Brothers. Then it was like you were servant. But but I know, um, and I don't want to steal any thunder, but like people were like walking alongside you too. Oh, yeah. So you're changing like from the inside out. Oh, yeah. And then the people that you were kind of surrounding yourself with in the church community because you just wanted you were you wanted to be a part of the church community they start walking alongside you. Yeah. You know, Can you speak to that a little bit and just encourage people who might be on the fence about kind of getting into community, but also they might be on the fence about just, you already spoke to this, but if you could reiterate, like people, you know, just actually being obedient and trying to invite people or just yeah. talk about Jesus or share their, their three chair story. Like, could you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, I can. I will, you know, I will always tell you and I'll beat this drum um, forever. I cannot stress the importance of community. I cannot stress enough the importance of getting connected. You know, um, you know, like you said, you know, I had people walking, but I was thirsting for God. Right, I mean, right. I, I was thirsting. And so I was looking you know, for like I, any Bible study I could find and I, any group I could, I, like I, I wanted it. Like I, I wanted to learn. I wanted to, like I was all in, you know, and, but the, but I, like I said, when, when you said, when I, when I look back and I see the important aspects were I, I got connected to the church, meaning I started serving on the greeting team. You know, I started. I started going to a small group. You know, I was in. Um, uh, I was band of brothers. You know, I was doing a, a, a Bible study. You know, um, someone was doing a devotional with me. You know, um, and, and we've been doing that devotional for almost four years now. You know, and all of that plays such an important role in in how God starts to, sh to shape you and to heal you and to mold you. Like, you know, the Bible talks about clay, you know, um, and he'll, he'll, he'll break you down, right? To remold you, to get those impurities out, you know? And, and there's, a, there's multiple times, there can be multiple times where you get broken down. Right, right. You know? Yeah. Um, and, and, it, but it's so important, you know, we, we, we hear, we, we talk a lot of times about, you know, getting connected and, and, and next steps because it is the world, this world so bad, so badly, it, it wants to suck you away and suck you into isolation, you know, and the enemy does that too, mm. you know, so being in the community, it allows people to, to be able to, to connect with you, you know, and just to check in and say, Hey, how are you doing? You know, how are you doing today? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's so important what you just highlighted here um, is that when you got baptized, I think the tendency is that when you get baptized, that's the end all be all of the whole thing. And you're like, oh, good, you have salvation. And yes, you will spend eternity with the Lord. 
But the reality is you have to grow. You have to continue to grow as a believer and grow in your faith. You have to want it. Like you said, you hungered for it. You wanted it. And that strengthened your faith so much. Jason, as we go to wrap up, man, uh, I really appreciate you sharing that part of your story. And I know that second share was a long kind of, well, the moment might not have been long, but leading up to it is so much to unpack, you know, that I think is really important to spend time on that. Um, And we know your life, none of our lives are all roses now, right? But we continue being obedient. We continue seeking after God. And then we're also living in community with other people because we're not just doing this all on our own, right? Jason, what would be one last thing that you would just want to encourage people with? You know, what I would, you know, really want to encourage people with is that God loves you. He loves you so much. No matter where you are right now, no matter what you've done, you know, what you're doing or what you're going to do. He just so, so badly wants a relationship with you. You know, just think, I don't know if you're a parent, um, whoever listened to this, but if you just think about like your child or how, or if you're a child and think about how, you know, your parent, like you, Father, Father God just wants his children to come home. You know, and he, he wants the love. He wants that personal relationship, just like a father to a son. Yeah, it's so encouraging. It's so very encouraging, Jason. We're pumped that you were here sharing with us. I mean, honestly, there's so much more that we can unpack, so much more that we yeah, can ask. Absolutely. And this is why I think hearing these stories are so important. But if you've got questions about Jason's life, if you've got questions about anything that we talked about, about being in community, about being serving, about how God plants seeds all throughout your life, whatever it may be that stood out to you in today's podcast, definitely talk to Brennan and I, email us at thirdchair at newlife.church. We get all these emails directly to us. If you've got questions for Jason, ask them there as well. We can connect you with Jason. But we really want you to encourage you to hey, keep on asking questions. Keep on asking thoughts and, and sharing us your thoughts and your stories based on what you heard today and what God's moving in your life. So please, again, email us thirdchair at newlife.church. We'd love for you to uh, do that today. Absolutely. Thanks, Tom. And uh, Jason, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. Um, You want to say bye to everybody real quick? Yeah, I do. And I just want to thank you guys for inviting me and allowing me to bless me with this. Um, And I just, one last encouraging thing for anybody out there who's listening. Just keep seeking. Keep seeking um, and keep asking. He'll answer. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Third Chair. We will see you next time. Except you you can't really see us, so just listen.